and welcome back to the Duster Today podcast. My name is Frida Renhill and I am your host today and I'm joined by Caleb Cates and Savannah Vokes and we have a special guest today joining us. It is Professor Melanie Grillhussel here in the communications department and she teaches classes but she's also an advisor. So she advised Savannah and Caleb. And so just to start off, uh, what does someone have to do to graduate? Well, the very basics, get your 120 hours, make sure the 45 are in the core classes. And a lot of people, I think, don't realize how important it is to get those 45 hours done early, get out, get it out of the way. And I want to say, Savannah, you came in with a lot of hours. Caleb, I think you transferred quite a few in as well, which is a huge help if you're wanting especially to graduate early, which I think is part of what we want to talk about today. But a lot of times we want to jump directly to our field of study and our major because those are the more the classes we really enjoy. But I would say focus on those 45, the core hours, and then really go step by step. Don't just so many people just say, oh, this class is offered. It fits my schedule. I'm going to take it, and we'll worry about how to fit it later. And I think we'll talk about that some more in a little while. Yeah, okay. So you mentioned that both Savannah and Caleb came in with a lot of hours. And, well, for those that don't know, Savannah and Caleb are juniors who are graduating a year early. So um, how did that happen? How does that? How is that possible? I think there are a lot of opportunities in high school now for – high school students to take dual credit courses. And I believe, Savannah, did you did you just bring in your, your high school dual credit courses? Yeah, so I had dual credit courses. I had a couple of AP courses that I passed the AP test for, um, and I had one CLEP test course that I did. So I actually came in with about 33, 35 hours. Right, which puts you at a sophomore coming in. So you you're not necessarily graduating in a year early. You just had one year fewer here on our campus. You, that's, that's something that everybody needs to know. You still have to take the required number of hours. But yeah. coming in with some hours is a huge pro. Yeah. Definitely. And I think I came in with like 20 to 30 hours as well. I and, think you did. And it wasn't necessarily that I um, – just had so many hours that I was already a sophomore when I came, but I also came in and took 18 hours every semester until now. <laughs> and wow. now I have the opportunity to graduate a year earlier than I would have, um, which is really cool. Um, so being an advisor, Melanie, um, what is something that an advi an advisee can do to make planning their schedule like a little bit easier for you? Well, the focus is definitely not to make planning their schedule easier for me. It's to make it easier on the advisees. And the, e the best advice that I have is be open-minded because we have so many people who come in who say, I don't want to take Friday classes. I don't want to take a class after 4 p.m. I don't want to do this and this and this. And I understand there are constraints on people who are involved in clubs or um, athletics or choir or band or all of those other extracurriculars that they have going on but we have a small university and so we have a very small number of professors teaching certain 
classes. So understanding that a certain DMA course will only be from 6 to 9 p.m. on Monday, every single semester it's taught, and being willing to change your schedules to fit the course schedules. I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of times students feel like the courses should be taught around their schedules when it should be the other way around. You guys need, the students need to understand they're here for the classwork and the coursework and to go in being willing to take those courses when they're offered instead of just putting them off and putting them off. And so I think that's where you guys, and Frida, you're even ahead of schedule. So I feel like you will graduate early as well. You guys have understood being available, even as busy as you all are, making your schedules fit around when the courses are offered have really helped you get ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for me, I've had to take some inconvenient classes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My This one, this semester, I have one on Friday afternoons at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And wow. I remember seeing that and just like wanting to cry because I want to be a lazy college kid (laughs) um, and not go to class on Fridays. But it has been really important to remember to keep working hard and um, be flexible with my classes and actually go to class. Yeah, that's That's a huge. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what is your favorite part about being an advisor? Really helping students understand and realize their journey and their goals and kind of getting to know them better and that's that's really the only time that we have to sit down one-on-one with our students and say hey how's your semester going are you having any struggles are you having successes what's what's exciting to you this semester and and I don't feel like even as many opportunities as we have here at LCU to get to know our students that's the one time where it's one-on-one and we can just be ourselves and Students call me Melanie, and they, you know, you do, do you know what I'm saying? And so it makes it much more personal, and it helps us build those relationships. I think in the larger universities, each department has an advisor for their undergraduate students, where that's all they do. That's their only job. They're not in the classroom. They're not. They're not out in the on campus interacting with students. They only advise, and so it doesn't allow for those personal relationships to be built like advising here does. And I really, I like taking that journey with my students. I sometimes see students get frustrated with some of the advisors here on campus. And I just want to say, oh, I wish that, I wish that we could have a conversation or even a course for professors and people, because we, we don't really get a lot of training in learning how to advise other than just the step-by-step, this is what you need to do. But it's so much more than that. And once, once people realize that this is a, another chance to connect and to make these lifelong relationships with our students, then it becomes something really special. And that's my favorite part. Definitely. I, I noticed, um, well, when I first got to LCU, I was actually a humanities major. And um, it took me a little while to realize that that wasn't really my passion. And so I went ahead and changed majors over to comms. And as soon as I did, um, just your ability to be personable with me made being a comms major 
uh, so easy. And it was also just like a blessing in disguise. I didn't realize how much I needed somebody to help um, guide me and uh, get me through that little portion of, hey, take these classes and how are you doing? And like developing a relationship with me to that point, um, it was really a blessing to have you uh, there to help me get through that. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. Oh, for that. thank you. <laughs> I, and, and that's what it's about is helping you understand where your passion is. Right. And and comms was the perfect fit for, fit for you and where sometimes it may not be. And I'll have a student who thinks they want to be a comms major. And I sit across the desk and think this is not this is not what what lights your fire. So let's find what does. Mm -hmm. And so not being afraid to say, hey, let's question this. Let's figure out, is this the right fit? And so many people, I think, are afraid to do that because we want to keep everybody in our department. But we only want want you if, if it's a good fit and that's that's where you're going to thrive because at the end of the day you guys are what it's about oh, that's so <laughs> sweet um so we talked about the best part of advising so is there a worst part to it or the other flip side of the coin is there a absolutely just like with everything there there are a lot of frustrations I think the biggest frustration that all of the advisors here on campus would say is we cannot communicate enough how important it is that you take control of your own destiny as far as what classes you're taking. Are you on track? Are you doing what it is that you need to be doing? Are you communicating with other people? A lot of times people don't want to go and talk to the registrar. They think, oh, I've talked to my advisor, so I'm good. But you also have to go and sometimes communicate with other people, which that's very frustrating when I have students that I need to go communicate with other people, ask questions, find out what they need to be doing to stay on track, to get back on track. That is, I would say, they say, oh, yes, we're going to go do that. And then a week later, have you gone to talk to the registrar? No, I'm going to. <laughs> Those sorts of things. Yeah, I know I... <laughs> have been one of those students before. Um, we all have. We all but have. I I feel like I come into your office every single semester and I say, I have this big problem and I have to solve it and I have no idea how I'm going to fit this class in or do this thing. And every semester you just, let's fix it, let's solve the puzzle, and it just works. Um, and I think uh, LCU in general just does a great job of fitting classes where you can and subbing what you have to, but um, working hard to make sure that you get a really well-rounded education. And part of that for me involved going to talk to the registrar and telling them I need help, um, <laughs> yeah, which is hard absolutely. to do. It is. Yeah. And like you said, it's not your job as an advisor to be the person's mom to, to write out their schedule for them. Um, which I bet can be frustrating at times with certain people. I, I know I was kind of like that at, at some points in time. In fact, I didn't even really, really realize I was going to be graduating until <laughs> last semester. <laughs> Our last conversation. Yeah. But um, I bet that can be frustrating. I've had times. a lot of conversations like that with students where I sit down. I've had several this semester. I'm like, okay, so you're graduating in December. And they say, wait, what? No, no, no. And so we go through and I'm like, you've, you've gone. Because... It just makes sense at LCU, and a lot of universities now have gone to this flat rate of this is how much tuition costs, 
and you can take either 12 all the way up to 18 hours. Why would you not take 18 hours for the same amount of money that you could get for 12 hours, right? And so to me, I always say take more and then your last semester you can coast a little bit and just take the 12 or even the nine. And then you're not so stressed trying to take the 15 or 18 or even 21 hours to graduate, which we've had students have to do that in the past. And so, yeah, I kind of always push. And a lot of, a lot of my advisees are just really great students and are able to take the 18 hours with no problem. But it's always easier to take 18 and drop a class if it's overwhelming than it is to go and add a class after a few days in the semester, we don't think about, oh, this is going to be a pretty light schedule. I'll go add a class. No, we think, oh, this is a great semester. I have a lot of free time to take a nap, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit frustrating. The students who only want to take the 12 hours every semester and then don't understand why they can't graduate in four years. I'm like, well, do the math. 30 hours a year, 15 hours a semester, four years. If you're not doing a minimum of 15, you're not graduating in four, much less early. Yeah. What is a big piece of advice for students that want to graduate early? Stay on track. I think just like I was saying, 15 to 18 hours, right? And make sure you're on the plan, right? Make sure you're not taking classes that you just think, oh, well, we'll make them fit. Because it is a lot harder to get substitutions than a lot of times we think, right? Mm -hmm. So we can make substitutions for courses that are not on your schedule if it's in the same college, right? We can sub sometimes an English for an English, but not always. And so try to stay as close to the plan as possible. Take the full load, 18 hours, as if you can. And don't forget to have a little fun along the way. <laughs> yeah, I know for me, I've had to... Uh, work really, really hard. I, uh, definitely have taken a lot of 18 hour semesters mm -hmm. because I, uh, am a comms major, but I also love to do a lot of things outside of the communications department. I was in choir for a couple of years and, um, I am in a social club. So I, there have definitely been semesters that, uh, have been a lot of work. And I think this is one of them. I'm taking 17 hours right now. And I feel like I'm in class 24-7, um, but I know like for anyone that wants to graduate early, um, I can see the value of I'm spending a lot of time in class now, but I um, get to start life and uh, start a job and uh, work and doing what I wanted to do and like what college has prepared me to do um, really early. So my advice for anyone that's graduating early is really soak up the time that you have here. Um, I know I'm sad to leave, uh, but also work hard and do it well. Yeah. I think that's fantastic advice. And I would also say if you're, if you're graduating early, if it's something that you want to do, make sure you have a plan for when you graduate, right? Make sure that you know what this next step is going to be. A lot of students want to graduate early so they can go to grad school, which is fantastic you know and and it helps with tuition and time and and just getting an earlier start with a master's degree or a PhD and so just have a plan it doesn't it doesn't matter what the plan is as long as it is right for you and it works for you so 
Definitely. And make sure that you follow through with it. Uh, if you can, at least, um, I know the hardest part about graduating for me right now is the fact that I'm still trying to figure out what housing is going to look like after I graduate, what, what job lineups are going to look like, you know, and everything is just, it's hard to find just the perfect fit. Um, but I think if you at least establish like a ground, a ground foundation, uh, for like what your plan is, you're better off than if you didn't, um, well, and at the same time, it's very important to have a plan, but it's also important to be flexible in that plan because chances are you're not going to start the career job that you will have for 30 years right out of college. I mean, you need, to, you need to be available to take opportunities as they come and not to expect the perfect opportunity to walk through the door the day after you graduate. Sometimes that happens, and that's wonderful and amazing and a gift from God. But also I think God sends us on these journeys in order to continue to continue growing us and to continue showing us kind of where he wants us and where we were meant to be because you're I did not have everything figured out when I was 22 and graduating and I graduated on time in four years so if you're graduating in three years if you're younger um, nobody's expecting you to have it all figured out but you are definitely ahead of the game if if you can do that and your parents thank you for saving the thousands of dollars in tuition. Yeah, my parents <laughs> bring that up all the time. I went to an early college high school. It was all early college. So as everybody in my school, like always post like graduated college before I graduated high school. Like I graduated with my associate's degree and like, I thought I was going to graduate in three years, but then it's, it's like two semesters or two years in a semester, which is way ahead than I thought. And like, mm-hmm. I'm also younger than my class. So I'm graduating like as a super baby and that is just always so nerve-wracking but also I think like also I'm saving a lot of money it's just cost effective and like you mentioned like if you can take the full 18 hours just do it I mean right now I'm taking 19 hours I had to get it over an override an override Mm -hmm. but it's only because I'm taking newspaper and that's a one or one credit class so it's nothing too hard but yeah so with um graduation upcoming what is your favorite part about the whole graduation process? Oh, I love the whole process in, in itself, from the beginning of the award ceremonies to recognize our students and the amazing accomplishments that they have made throughout the journey while they were in college, but also just sitting and talking and spending time with them. And Whenever our students graduate, the comms department gives everybody a Bible, and all of the professors in the department write a letter in Mm. the Bible. I don't know if you know that. Surprise! Oh. (laughs) Uh, But that's probably my favorite, one of my very favorite things is just sitting down and writing my heart on those pages because it's something that you'll have forever, you know? And it's, I I don't know, it just makes it more of a celebration to me that— that, that it's, wow, they, they did it. I was here from the very baby days when they came and sat at my desk and said, okay, this is what I think I want to do, but I have no idea to seeing it through, you know? And so, but there is nothing like graduation, watching them march in and, and seeing them walk across the stage. It's just like, oh, they did it. I mean, it's, it's all, and when you guys have, have kids and they go to college and they accomplish all these amazing things, you'll understand the level of pride that we feel with our students. And it's almost like you're our own children sometimes. Like we, we get a little emotional and we get a little proud that you're, that you're there. So 
Good job. Kudos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely know that when that day comes, there will be lots of tears because you've been like a school mom to me. um, And they call me Mama Mel. (laughs) so it works but there's so many people that have poured into me Mm -hmm. and i uh am really excited for this season of uh celebration and getting to celebrate the people that i've done it with um because i really could not have graduated by myself i think i would have crumbled after like the first week of school so um i definitely am excited for the graduation season and ready to see what the world brings yeah same here Okay, well, this was our episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Desert Today podcast. Make sure to stay tuned for the next episodes to come out. Thank you. Have a blessed day.